The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Like the JBuds Mini, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. Fits on your keychain. Perfect for on the go. They come in five amazing colors. Or the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, are sweatproof, and have be aware mode that allow you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. With over 44 hours of playtime, they help you conquer the hardest workouts. Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The Volume. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome in Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Brand new episode of Snaps. YouTube.com slash at volume snaps. YouTube channel that now has 14,000 subscribers. Massive. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, one and all. Love it, love it, love it. Let's keep this mm. train rolling. What's happening? Nate Dog, Shepherd Ducks, Goat Dog, Wilk, Andy J. Uh, Andy J, how are you feeling about my boy Joe Sloan getting promoted OC? I try to tell you, I like it. Stud. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, also, Andy J, our resident Tennessee fan, one of them. Congratulations to him as a five star quarterback just signed. You fucking took Lance Hurd, an O lineman from LSU. Mm-hmm. I was very excited about. Uh, we'll get into that on today's show as well. Um, Dallas Mills is exactly right. Road to 500K continues. I agree. And so yeah. is Greg. Road to 20K continues. So, um, I, yeah, I what's the, you said the other day, we're, we're, we're so close to our competition of nightcap. I mean, we're, we're, we're in here. Yes. Yes. We hit our next uh, milestone. We just keep, yep. Just keep plugging keep away. Keep, keep, keep you know, plugging our, away. Our big break, T, is the 12 team playoff. Like, that's that's when we get to that million, million right there. Like, our that's big when we break catch up. is also NCAA football. I've been brainstorming too, with a friend, and I've got some, uh, Really good streaming ideas that I don't want to get out there because they seem like a lot of work. So I don't know if they're going to work or not, but uh, call this a tentative tease. Just know um, I'm trying to brainstorm some fun, you know, some ideas that could maybe involve a bunch of personalities in the college football world, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I agree, Dallas. I need a plaque. I need a plaque like I need fucking oxygen in my lungs. I think that takes 100K. Mm-hmm. Right to get a plaque. Mm-hmm. If 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 one day we could do that, I will. Oh, I'd just be so happy, so happy. Um, Aaron, what's up, man? How are we feeling today? You feeling good? Yeah, feeling good, feeling good. Excited to get in some of this chat. A little Heisman talk for next year. A little Tennessee volunteer talk. Harbaugh's uh, yeah, on the list today. Harbaugh looks like he's going to LA. 
and uh, with them. Maybe taking, yeah, I was going to say, reportedly, mm. maybe taking more from Michigan than we've really been giving credit to. Um, if LSU wins an Addy, will you boof whiskey, T-Bob? $2 super chat from Nick. Uh, I, as I understand it, putting alcohol in your anus is actually a bit dangerous. So, no, I will not. Although there was a time that I would. I used to snort vodka quite a bit. Mm. That was my old party mm. trick. Have we talked mm. about it on this show yet? Mm. Story vodka? Do you know, Aaron? Have mm. we talked about that here? Did it do anything besides just just be absolutely painful? Um. Yeah. No. 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 It didn't. I. It did not like make you more drunk or anything. I don't know. An Australian girl one time challenged me to it, and then for it became my challenge to mm. uh, to to everybody else was to do it. Um. It's awful. I wouldn't recommend doing that either. But you know what, guys? We're just gonna keep drinking our liquor the normal way. So mm-hmm. no, unfortunately, Nick, I will not boof whiskey. But um, I apologize. Listen, if if T won't even cut his hair, what what are the chances of him shoving whiskey down his ass? Like, that's, well, to be fair, I mean, just being honest. No, to be actually honest, uh, the chances of the whiskey in the ass way way higher than me wanting to cut my hair. Like I hate that I ever even agreed to do it in the first place, and I fucking hate that I'm gonna have to spend all summer trying to grow it back out. So I stop looking like I'm from fucking like I'm Tampa Bob over here. Mm. Uh, mm. But I, I will, I will do that. Um, come April after the wedding. Anyway, mm. would I let my wife peg me for an LSU national championship? Yeah, uh, yeah. But that's also like because all pegging is is just a. I don't know. I mean, it's just a sensation, right? It's a physical sensation. Like I'm not opposed to the idea of just trying it out in general at some point in my life before I die. Um, I don't think my wife's into it, so I don't think it's ever going to happen, but I'm not like, I'm just not like wholly closed off to it. It's all that I'm saying. Just give it a try. try. I would not be surprised if you have. (laughs) I, I think you've gotten close. I think you've done things that may be adjacent. I think you've done things that hang out in the same neighborhoods. I don't think you've gone full strap on, but you know, uh, I have, I have gotten a prostate exam Glasgow. Um, so Already? how do you there? Uh, yeah, I got a colonoscopy a few years ago when I was oh. uh, convinced that I, I had butt cancer or something. And, mm-hmm. um, turns out I was just too fat. And the doctor was like, you know, honestly, this is all in your head and you're just too fat. You need to lose weight. I said, okay. Okay, that hurts to hear, Doc, but um, thank you. That's what I needed to hear. Uh, all right. Hit the like button. Thank you. Uh, let's get into today's show. Wait, early Heisman odds. That's right, baby. We early top 12 early day, which, by the way, Aaron, Jake Hester, not happy that we put Tennessee in the top 10 and left Mizzou. I, I thought you were going to say not happy we left Kentucky at the top 12. Well, I mean, no, I always said. But then again, we did it on OTB this morning. Six SEC teams made it. And I'm like, bro, that don't make no sense. That don't make, you can't have six in the top 12. But whatever. So um, download the game time ticketing app. It's pretty incredible, man. Like last minute tickets uh, and, and, and for whatever you need, like sports, music, comedy, theater events, game time is the fastest and easiest way to get your tickets for your next event. They have uh, killer last-minute deals if you have been sitting on the fence or something. Uh, they've got all-in prices, which I love. We kind of joked about that the other day. Use like a food delivery service, and <laughs> the, the actual menu price doubles by the time you check out. Not the case 
with game time. You can actually get views from your seats. So you know what you're buying and they got their best price guarantee where if you find any cheaper tickets, they'll, you know, even go below that. So game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets and uh, whether it's flash deals, zone deals, where you buy a section and they give you the best or cheapest seats within that section. Any event in your area, you want game time where you have complete peace of mind with your purchase. Um, so you can buy tickets in seconds, just two taps. Like I said, take the guesswork out of buying tickets to game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code snaps for $20 off your first purchase. That's S N A P S. Uh, term supply, create account, redeem code SNAPS, snaps for $20 off, download game time day, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Way too early, Heisman odds. Mm-hmm. Who takes home the trophy 24, 25? We find so the action network put the odds out there. You got three tied atop the mountain Quinn Ewers, Carson Beck, and Jalen Milrow at plus 750, Dylan Gabriel plus 1000, Will Howard plus 1500. Jackson Arnold plus 1800 Wegman right there with about 1800 Garrett Nussmeyer at plus 2000. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Nico Yamaliava also at plus 1500 right there with Will Howard. Um, what jumps out to you when you look at this list? What's the first thing that jumps out to you? That Will Rogers at plus 3000. He doesn't, he's not even on a football team right now. Uh, I just was kind of going to like, is there a dark horse that's someone that may be interested to me? If like, you know, if there's someone the uh, the Joe Burrow route of let's go put a bunch of money on someone a little bit lower down the list and then see if that hits. I'm like, what 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 is Will Rogers, who's not even on a football team, doing ahead of a guy like you know? I guess he's equivalent, same as plus three thousand with Brady Cook or Shadur Sanders uh, at plus four thousand. So I thought that was a little bit funny. Um, You're just going out of your way to shit on Will Rogers. I am. Like, there is no reason. He is, he is, he's 100% going to an SEC school. Get up, just bend me over and take all my records after I'm just all the shit talking I've been doing. Okay. Uh, Besides the literal least interesting name you could have started this conversation yes. with, Darren, it's like, who, what jumps out to you when you see this list? <laughs> uh, Dylan Gay wrote four. Okay, that's thank fascinating you, to me. You, there you. we go. There we go. Really? I like, that's what we are you on wanted. the same page. Dylan Gabriel at four. We said it when when he made the move to Oregon. This was the perfect, the most perfect fit that you could have in the portal. His talents in that offense with they just got a top five receiver from from Texas A and M or a, 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 yeah, the top receiver Evan Stewart. He was a number um, one receiver in the transfer portal. Yes, there you go. He is tailored made for this offense, and he's a guy for those don't know that don't know will surpass Bo Nix if he stays healthy for most career starts in a college football career. So you go from Damn. the most experienced quarterback in college football history to a guy that's then going to beat that if he stays healthy the entire season. So I think he is the way Dan Lanning is building this program, it is ascending, it's getting better and better and better and better. But like you can see his thumbprint on the culture of that football team, the energy I'm sure that was in the building. We saw the video when he announced that he was not going to Alabama, that he was going to stay in Eugene. That team has, has, has a match lit under their ass for the way they played this year, the way things ended, and knowing what they have gone through the portal. I think they're more than capable of going into the Big Ten, having success, and, and him putting up massive numbers to put him in the conversation. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I think, okay, I'm glad that you said 
Dylan Gabriel because he is what jumps off the page here. Yeah. Uh, Shepard Duck says in the chat, Raffle, uh, uh, we we love our veteran quarterbacks here up in Eugene. And I mean, but the thing is, Aaron, uh, college football loves its veteran quarterbacks now. Mm-hmm. You're seeing these 25-year-old guys, 24-year-olds, are these guys that have started four or five years have more and more success. Dylan Gabriel's or like this is where it gets real interesting as well. He's going to an offense that should be a fit, maybe an even better fit than Oklahoma with a better mm-hmm. staff than Oklahoma and highlight his abilities even better. And even last year at Oklahoma, he had a better year than everybody who has better odds ahead of him. Like Dylan Gabriel had the best statistical year out of Ewers, Beck, Milrow, and with Harbaugh gone, you take Michigan kind of taking a step back in the new Big Ten, right? Nobody's that threatened by Penn State right now. Like it's mm-hmm. Ohio State and Oregon, or at least you could kind of want to paint it that way. And if Will Rogers manages to, or excuse me, if Dylan Gabriel manages to beat Ohio State, well, then he will win the Heisman. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I think Gabriel he plus was the favorite man of the season last year. I mean, yeah. he's not, a, he's not a guy that that has to. Obviously, he's number four in this board right now by Action Network. He's not a guy that just is, is going to come out of thin air and has to work his way. Like he is a guy that's already in a lot of people's minds. He's in the conversation. He was number one last year when Oklahoma beat Texas. And, and he also checks off the box that a lot of people like of the, the, the dual threat capability. A guy that can obviously throw the football yeah. is going to put up incredible stats in that offense. Hell, he's going to throw 75% completion. If Bo Nix, Bo Nix can throw 78%, I guarantee you Dylan Gabriel is going to be right around that ballpark. He's going to throw a lot of touchdowns. The offense doesn't really put you in a situation where you throw a lot of interceptions. And then you've got his legs on top of that, making big time plays in the red zone, which he did all last year. So he's going to have the stats. It's just a matter of does that team become a, a, a true contender in the Big Ten? Are they fighting for a Big Ten championship? Are they in the playoffs? And if that's the case, then yeah, he will be in New York when it's all said and done. I think another guy that, that's interesting to me is... is Shadur, like that's a flyer. I would take a uh, take a, a bit on. See, if 5, I'm 000. taking a plus five thousand flyer, um, I love what Royal Payne says. What if Jalen Daniels stays healthy all year in a Big Twelve without Texas and OU? Like I know yesterday we crowned Utah champs, but Kansas will be a force in this new Big Twelve, and Jalen Daniels going to put up numbers. Now again, it's plus five thousand guys. So if you mm-hmm. make the bet you're likely just lighting money on fire. Like, understand that. That's how fucking odds work. But my point is, like Payne, if I'm going to take that shot, I think Kansas is better than Colorado. You're not worried about a new OC? You're not, you're not worried about a new OC? And um, his health? They lost their OC to Penn State. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be more worried about his health. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know enough about the OC yeah. of Kansas and who the new guy is. I just know that I love Jalen Daniels. I believe what Leipold's building. And ultimately, why I believe in prime, Leipold's a year ahead of him. And I think you don't, you don't believe in the hype train, though. Team. You don't believe it can go two ways. It can obviously, it can annoy the shit out of people, which at times it did this year. Like everyone was ready to just jump on the, everyone was ready to jump on the bandwagon and, and kind of use it to their advantage. And everyone was then ready to jump on him and say they sucked, they're overrated. I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. So, like, it can go both ways, but if things are rolling with Dion and part of the 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 Heisman push oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. is essentially the 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 buy-in from everyone. Like the, the, the university and the PR department for these universities put together these packages, usually ahead of time, if they're anticipating a guy to be a contender for the Heisman. I mean, remember last year, Bo Nix? Bo Nix had billboards across the country. 
yeah. across the yeah, country. So did Jaden Daniels. So did Jaden Daniels. So, so you can't tell me if Colorado does get off to a hot start, year two with prime, better football team, lesser conference, that the, the, the national talk won't once again be about prime. This wasn't a one-time thing of like, oh, Coach Prime's here. We're going to focus on Coach Prime for four weeks. If Colorado does the same thing that they did last year, start the season, but extends that for the entire length of the season, not saying they have to go undefeated, but plays consistently winning football, his name is going to be on the top of everyone, you know, tip of their tip of their tongues every single week. Top of everyone's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. The top of the mouth, tip of the tongue. Um, same thing. Yeah. No, look, you're I I that is as fair an argument as Jalen Daniels. Both are long shots. That's why he's, and honestly, yours is more realistic. That's why he's plus 4,000 and Jalen Daniels is plus 5,000. Uh, comment I wanted to get to here. Oh, wait, shit, where'd it go? It was something about, uh, okay, Christopher Black says, Dylan Gabriel's not impressive at all. They do look like dog shit against UCF in Texas. Uh, UCF, yes, Texas, no, he completed 60% what? of his passes. He threw for 250, a touchdown, no picks, and he had 14 carries for 113 yards and a touchdown on the ground, mm-hmm. and he engineered a game-winning drive at the last second. No, Dylan Gabriel looked awesome against Texas. Did yeah. he, yes, UCF went poorly, uh, or not UCF, excuse me, that, 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 that Kansas-Oklahoma State back-to-back week combo was just wild. For Oklahoma fans to suffer through. But no, I, I think if I put a bet here again, Gabriel intrigues me. Uh, it's too early for Yamaliava. Jalen Milrow has too Is much it? volatility. Yeah, it's too early for Yamaliava. Jalen Milrow has too much volatility, though. If he does figure things out like Jaden Daniels, he obviously has a skill set that no one else has. Uh, I think George is too conservative with Beck and losing Brock Bowers. Um and yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're going to tell me how good their weapons are, but I don't know. I didn't see it last year. Uh, and then Quinn Ewers is interested in me, Aaron, because Quinn Ewers is very good. Did not have anything close to overwhelming stats last year. Mm-hmm. Like not even sniffing the Heisman conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're crowning Quinn Ewers a bit this offseason. And maybe Texas in general. But I played this game before and I got proven wrong this year. So I'll no. give him the benefit of the doubt, but I would not give Quinn Ewers the benefit of the doubt for Heisman. I, I'll get. I'm, I'm with you. I was about to say. Like, I would. I would. I would crown Texas as back. Texas is a true contender in the SEC, and Texas is a team that I, I feel pretty confident saying will be one of the twelve teams in the playoffs come next season. But Texas is a little bit like Georgia. Where are they really going to push the narrative? Are they really going to put the guy an opportunity to put up the stats to be truly in the conversation when it's all said and done? I mean, winning is great. Winning is 100%. But let's not forget who won the Heisman Trophy last year. The guy that had more you know, the touchdowns, the rushing, the passing, uh, the big games and big-time moments. I mean, that wasn't the guy that was in the playoffs. wasn't the guy that was in the SEC Championship. So are you going to be less conservative? So if I had to pick one of the two, though, like if you had to say, okay, you know, you pick one of the th- or one of the three. So Quentin Ewers, Carson, and, and Milrow are all at plus 750 for the Heisman odds as a favorite. I would bet on Milrow. Season. I would bet on Ewers of all three. I would bet on Milrow. Uh, I don't think Milrow has a town around him. I don't think Milrow has a town around him. Hmm. Name the so. town around Milrow. Name the town around Milrow. You you lost your best receivers. You lost your tight end. Uh, your defense isn't going to be as good this year. I, unless you're telling me he's going to put up Jalen Daniels type numbers, 
Alabama is not going to be a national championship contending team. So then you have to put up those Daniels type numbers in order to get in. And I don't see him build up those numbers without the, again, the, again, again, the again, guys again, around again, him. Though, again, though, I think you're probably right about Bama, but again, I don't know that. I mean, Caleb DeBoer is a fucking coach that all he does is win. And this is the best mm-hmm. team he's ever had, even after the departures. By the way, check your mic real quick. I think you're on your computer mic. Um, I would go, I think, okay, Will Howard at plus 1,500. I don't believe in Will Howard, but as we said yesterday, he literally has the most quarterback-friendly setup of anybody in the country when it comes to the team mm. that will be adopting him. Uh, I think Jackson Arnold plus 1,800, I hate that. I wouldn't touch that at all. I wouldn't touch Wegman. I think Garrett Nussmeyer should have higher odds with both those guys. I think it's actually wild. What about Jackson Dart? Connor Wegman. Right? Yeah, Jackson Dart plus that. I was say, he, he should be up there yes. as well. Yes, ja- to me, Jackson Dart's something that I would put a flyer on. When you when you know, year three, Lane Kiffin. Mike sound better, by the way. Mike sound better. We're good. Thumbs up. Yes, yeah, good. thumbs up. Yes, yes. Year three, Lane Kiffin, better defense, more opportunities to be on offense. Um, Lane Kiffin's done a lot of great things, but I don't think he's produced a Heisman winning quarterback. I think that's another thing that he wants to obviously get checked off along with going to the going to the playoffs. So you have probably the best tandem of receivers in the sec uh with juice wells coming on board yeah um you got Maybe a better defense the best flyer dude even though, no yeah. I, so, well gabriel's I'm not taking a fire a, jackson yeah i was gonna say from a from a value standpoint because gabriel's really you know tied for the second he's the yeah. second favorite so that's not that big of a push um yeah maybe maybe juice it up a little bit and go jackson dart i, I agree jackson with you. I like Jackson. Uh, uh, non is there is there a non QB in this list? Yeah, no. I mean, I this is obviously Jeez. a QB only. Well, I don't. I don't know. This is just a QB only list, though. I think. To, I wonder if the. I wonder. Like, I, I. I don't. I'm sure there are odds on other positions, or there will be. Maybe not right now. A bar says a Tra- Travis Hunter, obviously guy that. Yeah, like he'll he'll have odds. I'm sure you could he'll find odds, odds on him. Yeah. Uh, somebody saying Etienne from Georgia. Mm-mm. I don't think they're going to run him consistently enough for a running back to win it nowadays. Um, no, but Bobo wants to do running back by committee. He wants to have three or four guys in there and then use him more as a pass catcher. So I just don't think he's going to get the yardage to to be competitive in the conversation. And, and then Andrew this Ohio State Ohio State running backs either. Like that's going to be. I think that I think it's going to be a harder for running backs nowadays. Yes, absolutely. Because because teams don't want to just rely on one running back. These offenses are so multiple. You need uh-huh. multiple guys. You play up tempo. I mean, if anything, I would say receivers have better odds in today's game than running. Yes, backs. a thousand percent. It's the same yes. reason why in the NFL. Um, and I do not play fantasy football. Uh, so just be clear. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I believe that now wide receiver is a higher valued position uh, than running back in terms of consistently producing, which it wasn't, you know, forever in the past. Um, oh, I had one final. Oh, Andy J talking about Iamaliava says, oh, well, I mean, I don't think people would expect a Bryce Young to win a redshirt freshman year. The difference is he was at Alabama. So you knew they're going to stack the wins. I love Tennessee. Shit. Aaron convinced me to put Tennessee in our top 10 yesterday. Uh, I don't think they're going to win enough for Yamaliava to win this year. I think he has a real chance to win it going forward yeah. into the future, for sure. In fact, you know what? It's kind of the perfect transition, Aaron, into the Tennessee Volunteers as five-star quarterback George McIntyre commits to the balls, uh, as does five-star offensive tackle 
Lance Hurd, a player that I watched very closely this year as he played for LSU. And yes, Nico's greater than Joe Milton, for sure, Chad. Like we, yes. we all know that. He looked incredible in the in the bowl game. I think it's it's the answer that Josh Heupel needed. Um here's one of my first questions. It's kind of funny with McIntyre is the Yamaliava four-year, $8 million deal is very public knowledge. So, Aaron, if you're a five-star quarterback coming out of high school, do you demand the same thing? You know, like, are you saying, well, hold up, now you paid him $2 million a year. What am I getting? It depends on what the market is, man. Like, you can you can go to Tennessee and say, hey, I want $2 million a year because you paid the guy in front of me $2 million a year. And then they can say, sorry, that's, that's, that's we'll give you a million. And then you can go out to the market and see if you can get better. If not, that, that's what you get. So I, I, it, it, it's hard for me to think that, that you can just continue to pay quarterbacks every single year, $2 million to be on your roster. Um, I think that's unrealistic. I think he was, you know, he hit it right. He hit it early before a lot of money was essentially paid out to players. I think now, and we're seeing problems with certain collectives you've paid a lot of money up front and now you're trying to figure out how to make that last and continuing to pay that kind of money every single year. is just unrealistic. <laughs> uh, problems with certain collectives. I just could feel the Georgia seeping out of you as you said that. And once again, Rue not getting Caleb Downs to uh, Athens. Nothing to do with Georgia's collective. I think that's uh, all collectives. I will say this. One thing about Iamaliava's deal that I would not expect a lot of people to replicate is according to my guy, SEC Mike, who hosts that SEC podcast, very good podcast with him and Cousin Shane, and they talk all SEC. Y'all should check him out. Um, he said that Tennessee owns Iamaliava's NIL rights. Like, you know how FSU, it's the whole grant of rights things? Like, it's mm -hmm. that, but for a player to where if Iamaliava was to leave, any NIL deals he signed, that money wouldn't go to Nico. It would actually go to the Tennessee Collective. So they really slapped the handcuffs on Iamaliava. So, 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 so if he got a deal from Reebok or Adidas, Adidas uh, which I think some of the guys have, mm -hmm. uh, or Gatorade or Powerade, whatever it is, just some major company comes, you know what, Nico? We want to pay you two million dollars to represent our company. Yeah. Over the next three years, they they would they would essentially take that money. I no no no. I think it goes through them, and I think if he's at Tennessee, he gets all the money. But if he leaves, maybe they could technically hold on to. It. I'll ask Mike about it tomorrow. We're gonna have Mike on. I don't think that's tomorrow's very show. Legal. Um, I could see them acting as a a agent type body where they're facilitating deals for him. But if you leave, they can't control you if you left. That seems kind of shady as hell they can't buy your rights. well i mean but that's the thing there are no protections now right mm -hmm. like legality generally comes in something like a collectively bargained agreement like i don't think there's anything in the bill of rights about your persons is your persons like having musicians made fucked up deals for time immemorial and then gotten like fucked over by their managers and stuff i mean was did it like scooter Braun? like just like take all the taylor swift shit and then she had to like re-record it all like so, yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, here's a $20 super chat from Toast, Alabama fan. Says, Kobe Prentice, Kendrick Law, Jalen Hale, Caleb Odom, Justice Haynes, Jam Miller, Emmanuel Henderson, maybe Ryan Williams. There's plenty of talent around Milrow, Aaron. It's just if he takes advantage well, we talked of his about weapons. This. We talked about this, um, Toast. Like, th th this is this year is on... It's on Milrow to get better. Like, there's yes. no doubt about. Like, yes. the, the, he has talent. There's a hundred. He's the maybe the best athlete in the country. 
Um, 99% of the time, he's the best player on best athlete on the field. Not gonna say best player, he's the best athlete on the field. Like he is dynamic as hell when the ball's in his hands. It's a matter of him putting in that time this offseason to learn a new playbook, build the chemistry, build the trust from the coaching staff, improve his ability to throw the ball in the intermediate range from five to 20 yards. Because if he can improve that 15 yards of, of throwing and throwing with anticipation, throwing with touch to go along with this deep ball accuracy, then hell yeah, like he's going to be in the conversation. I just think it's going to be harder now than ever because I, I do not believe Alabama is going to be that contender where you're going to be in the conversation just because you're the quarterback for Alabama. Again, though, yeah. I mean, it's tough, though. It's Kalen DeBoer. I know. Like what he just did with Michael Penix. I agree. Uh, And his overall resume is just fantastic. So Andy J says, Toast is a fitting name for an Alabama fan since their future as a program is Toast. Fuck yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Alabama fans. Back to Tennessee real quick, though. Yeah. Like, I, 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 you know, part of the reason why I put them in, in the top 10 yesterday, top 12, I think they ended up like 10 or 11 for us. I think Nico's perfect for this offense. And when you got a sneak peek of that in the bowl game, a guy that's a better thrower than I would say probably the previous two quarterbacks you've had. Um, and just as good an athlete. I think that the thing that Hendon Hooker was great for this offense because, you know, he was accurate. He took care of the football and he was a good runner. Beautiful deep ball as well. Let's not let's it, not it, sell it, short into great, great deep ball. His deep ball was unbelievable. Great yes, deep ball. Right, At times, did. intermediate stuff started to float a little bit. His elbow would get a little bit low, but he was great. He was tremendous. Best quarterback they've had since since uh, probably uh, Josh Josh Dobbs. But the past two quarterbacks, when they were rolling, is when they were incorporating the run game as part of the offense. Joe Milton last year, Tennessee was at his best when he was running the football, and he had two at times because he's a little bit inaccurate with the football. You have, I think, the best version possibly of both of them, a pure passer and a hell of a runner. The only thing that he needs to do is just put weight on. Yeah, They return a lot of talent on offensive line. They got hurt. Um, they got well, talent receiving position. It's, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a really good offense next year. And Hurd directly replaces Gerald Mincy, their starting right tackle, who transferred to Kentucky, which I think is a bit odd. I don't know exactly how that went down, but I, I will say this, Tennessee fans. Um, like Lance Hurd left LSU because he wanted more money than the starting tackles were making. And I'm sure Tennessee paid him handsomely. I would say he's going to be worth every penny. Yeah. The dude looks like a fucking dog when you saw him last year as a true freshman. He didn't just not look out of place. Like at times he was dominant. I had freshman moments as well. Yeah. But in terms of like, a raw physical body to build off of. This is a guy who can start at right tackle this year, mm-hmm. left tackle next year, and then maybe go to the what? NFL. So I think this is a great pickup for Tennessee. Huge pickup. And I remember I had LSU a couple times and they kept bringing him up. Like I was early in the season when they were starting to experiment with, you know, moving the right tackle to right guard, putting him at right tackle. Like, like he's too good. Like he's one of our five best guys, like true offensive lineman. He's mm-hmm. just, he's green. He's young. He's a freshman. Like he's, he's going to take some time. He's going to make some mistakes. And he obviously just was kind of inconsistent the year. But when it comes to just pure talent heading into his second year playing college football in this offense, uh, I mean, you got Campbell back. You got Cooper Mays back at center. You got him. You got Brew McCoy just announced he's back. Squirrel White's back. I mean, it's, it's a hell of an offense. I mean, it is Nico is in a situation right now where it's already a quarterback friendly offense. You've had a year to learn. You've had a bowl game to play in it. And now you get the whole offseason where you're the guy. 
I, I really like this offense next year, T. I really like this offense next year. I know. I still think, though, we went too far uh, against Mizzou in that case. Like, why are we crowning Tennessee over Mizzou? What does Tennessee have that Mizzou does not? I think their offense will be better next year. You, th- I know their offense will be better. You know their offense will be better than Mizzou's with Brady Cook and Luther Bird and Theo Weiss and all those guys that just dominated last year. Yes, they lose Schrader, but they got uh, Carroll out of uh, no, I meant Tennessee's State. offense will be better. I thought you meant like just in general, like what gives me confidence. No, no, I offense. know, I know. I'm still but thinking, I think, though, I think, I think I we're think, falling I think in love the, with the brand of Tennessee to just jump them over Mizzou in that way. Maybe, but I, this is this is it, why it is a very quarterback friendly offense. You still need a, a, a efficient quarterback to run it, and they just didn't have that guy last year. Like when they had that guy, Hendon Hooker, two years ago, look how good they were, and they didn't even have a defense. Defense improved last year. They returned a lot of guys on defense side of the football, and now they have, to me, a, a quarterback that does check off the boxes of uh, efficient passer along with efficient runner, speed on the outside. No, I know. All I'm saying line. is Mizzou has all of that, but more proven. Mm-hmm. That's my only point. And an easier schedule, even though they both have the two easy. Who's a higher ceiling, Joe season. Brady or Nico? Uh, jo- uh Brady Cook. <laughs> Joe Brady. Uh, sure. Brady Cook. You got 2019 LSU in the yeah. lineup, dog. Um. <laughs> Always, I, I think it, I think it's fair to say Nico. I mean, right? I mean, certainly Brady Cook's doing a ton with what he has, but like Nico is a guy that from day one has been viewed as a superstar, and then it's his first time that we get to see him. He really like cranked sure up that excitement. So, yeah. but but again, you're yeah, okay. So all I, I guess what we're actually having the conversation about is I'm asking: Should we trust a mo- more known asset? Where yeah. you you know being a little crypto boy, this makes sense. You're looking for those five X's, you know, what has the fucking, I want to fucking pump, baby. I want to retire tomorrow. Who's going to pump Tennessee? Pump that Uh, shit. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Have you heard about Cardano? Uh, All right, let's go. What do we got here? Uh, Next on this list. Oh, LSU making a couple of hires. It's official now. Um, Cortez, Hankton, and Joe Sloan going to be co- Offensive coordinators nice. with Joe Sloan having the ultimate play call, uh, play calling responsibilities. This is the same setup they used for the bowl game, mm-hmm. which went swimmingly. Um, they wanted to keep both of these guys happy. Cortez Hankton has been massive for LSU on a recruiting standpoint and in just receiver production standpoint. Uh, getting him from Georgia was a huge win. Uh, I'm sure Co-OC comes with a raise. How long does the happiness last before he wants to be the guy guy? We'll see. But at least for the next year, you're going to have uh, these two guys. So my question to you, Eric, does this make LSU a playoff team in 24? No, it doesn't change my mind about LSU. The LSU, is the, I wasn't worried about the offense. I think the offense is going to be good next year. Uh, I really like Joe Sloan a ton, just my time around him. Uh, I really like the pieces that are returning on offense. You have uh, probably, not probably, like you have the best two tackles in America returning, like the best tandem of tackles. I think you're going to yeah. have you know, a Joe Moore uh, award contending offensive line. You're going to have good receivers. You're going to have a good, great tight end. You're going to have good running backs. Uh, I, I have belief in the quarterback. The offense is going to be great. The offense will be top tier. No doubt about it. Will they be as good as last year? I don't, probably not, but they're going to be really, really good. So like, Who's calling the plays doesn't really change my mind about LSU. It's just, it's what does the defense look like? Plain and simple. Like, this is great. You stayed in house. The, the calls are going to stay the same. The chemistry with the quarterback is going to stay the same. 
Yeah. It's all on defense. That's it. It does not matter. I could go call plays right now, and I don't think there'd be much of a drop-off because of how good the talent is on that side of the football. Yeah, I think uh, – and and yes, they did actually kind of an under the um, – a bit of an under-the-radar move. Uh, LSU added the second-best wide receiver in the portal. Uh, old boy from Liberty. Uh, I'm blanking on his name right now. We talked about him this morning, so I'll pull it up in a second. But he was right behind Evan Stewart, right ahead of Isaiah Bond. He's coming off of a 50-catch, 10-touchdown, 1,000-yard season. He's played over 40 games. Um, C.J. Daniels. So, yes, the offense should be awesome. Here's the deal, though. LSU did not end up in our top 12 yesterday, and that was not by accident. I am not going to give LSU the benefit of the doubt when they've given me a couple core reasons not to. Uh, The first of which is for two years in a row, they have come out and looked wholly unprepared week one. Uh, Like they didn't even understand, like a just deep lack of understanding of what weapons and pieces you actually had and how to employ them. So I'm not going to trust that until you see a change. And I love the defensive staff additions. Love them. I think it's going to be great over time. But Aaron, you have two defensive tackles on the roster right now. Jacoby and Guillory and Jalen Lee. That's it. Mm -hmm. Then you're down to true freshmen. I mean, and then what in spring you're gonna have to go get like, I mean, you get whatever runoff comes there, and you could have returned Makai Wingo and Mason Smith, but you failed to. And and so yeah, the defense should get better because the coaching, but they're still limited personnel-wise, and the offense will get worse because it has to get worse. Because there's no so I and, and then we look at the teams. Okay. If you want to make the playoffs, it's gonna be three SEC teams, maybe four, but maybe I would say four. almost yep. I would say definitely three. Yep. UJ and Texas, I'm gonna slot in. Then Alabama, Ole Miss, Mizzou, Tennessee, LSU. I see no reason to just crown LSU as being the clear winner of that grouping. Mm-hmm. So can LSU make it? Sure. Any of those teams are just named could, but I would not say that I expect them to. I would not have them as the favorite. Mm-mm. No, I agree. I concur. But I like the OC moves for whatever. I do like the OC moves. I agree. I, the offense will be worse. I don't think there's going to be a massive drop. I'll tell you that. No, no, for sure. But there will be a step back. And the defense is still going to be limited personnel-wise. How much can these coaches really improve them? I mean, that's going to be the big test. All right, we got plenty more left here on Sass. But first, let's hear from DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet just five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly and bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TBOB. New customers bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBOB, T-B-O-B. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. 
JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Aaron, did you already know? I am the proud owner of not one, but two murdered out minivans black on black on black you know we just had the second kid so we need a little bit something bigger to get the kids and the dogs around t-bob so you gotta sell me a little bit more bro i'm telling you dude they're incredible i mean the 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 amount of room that you have for activities will blow your mind you've never experienced anything like it plus you've never felt the true joy that comes from ultimate convenience until you have sliding doors with kids in a busy parking lot okay like you never bump any other cars they're amazing there's like ways to open the door and the keys it's like i can open my doors in 18 different ways and they slide the only thing that feels better is not paying a car note how do you not pay a car note you extend the life of your vehicle and that's where ebay motors comes into play yeah with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly brake kits led lights roof racks bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus look guys at these prices you're burning rubber not cash i mean come on guys what's not to love well the parts you need at the prices you want it's so easy to bring home that win so keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply so kyle umlan who is a texas beat writer that actually really love falling i mean just hardcore fucking hook him dude and uh 
he tweets out a graphic that I apologize if you, I mean, just looking at it makes your makes your eyes want to bleed. Mm. It's the worst formatted graphic I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, what what jumps out awful. to you when you just when you just stare at it? Just stare straight. What logo? What pops jumps out to me is that you know, it what just logo. Makes, what logo pops? Well, I'm just asking. Like, what logo pops? No, what I'm telling you is my first thing is no logo pops, and I I feel like I have to get my eyes checked. Like my eyes are already going bad as fuck, and this is just it, this made them worse. That, that Michigan M and the Nebraska N definitely popped to me, and I hate that they have the logos blue. I hate it. I think this thing is a graphic design disaster piece. Um, and also, it's it's like it's it's just a mess. So whatever they get together, like wins, number one rankings, top twenty five finishes, championships, draft picks, and it's all they math it all together, and it gives you your eight true blue bloods in college football. And they're mm. Ohio State, Notre Dame, Alabama, USC, Oklahoma, Michigan, Texas, and Nebraska. Nebraska. Uh and and like I don't know, it's like I would. I mean, I don't disagree. I, I see with the no, list yeah, at I see all. no problem with the list. That's the list. I mean, if, if you had to tell me name the eight blue bloods in college football, th- those would be my eight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did this exact yeah. list last year, only without the fucking need for <laughs> such awful math or formatting. Um, actually, I think we almost landed on this exact list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, these blue blood lists are interesting because they're throughout college football history, right? Yeah. So like. This is a list that relates a lot to like the civil rights movement. Like a lot of these schools were way more relevant when only white guys could play than they are uh, now or, or were would be after integration would happen. Uh, you even have things like the rise of Georgia kind of in the 2000s or the rise of LSU. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's, I, I think, I think this is a, I think this, if you look at all of college football history, yes, I think this is a solid list. I think if, you are angry because your team is not in it. Uh, who fucking cares? You know? Yeah. Like, what What the fuck ever? Uh, now, I would switch uh, Georgia and LSU, though. They have Georgia at 10 and LSU at 11. That's obviously fucking absurd. Um, LSU's won three natties with their last three just, head coaches. Y'all ain't won shit. Y'all ain't won shit. Just stats. I mean, just, I mean, the, the numbers don't lie. Georgia's obviously 10th. These numbers could be lying to me, and I would have no idea. I feel like I'm being gaslit by this blue blood chart. Like these numbers could piss on me, and I'd get out my umbrella thinking it was raining. So, uh, yes. Um, I like it. Georgia 10, yeah. LSU 11. Yeah, how about it? Look at us. Snaps. Right out of the blue bloods. We're just common people. Just a working man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're down here in the mud and the muck. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. When is Notre Dame one and Natty? Back when they just talk like this. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, wait, hold on. Where, where'd my... Oh, here's my document. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't care. Do you, do you have anything else to add on here? Oh, here we go. $5 Super Chat, Drew DC. Uh, guys, is there a particular game or play in y'all's college career that still haunts you and keeps you up at night from time to time? Uh, yes, there mm-hmm. actually is multiple. Um, in a game where uh, I, I, I want to make sure this is the most haunting one, and yeah, I, I would say it's one of the media jumps mind. So yes, 
Um, in a game against Ole Miss, the one in which we lost, in which Les Miles got a ton of shit for calling for the ball to be spiked with one second left and no timeouts. Uh, on the play before, and we end up hitting Terrence Tolliver for a big, big, big play to get us down to like the five, right? But on that play, I had a mental fuck up thinking I had help on the inside. I let a guy cross my face. He beats me. Jordan has to get rid of the ball early. Therefore, it couldn't be a shot to the end zone. It ends up being short. And although Tolliver catches it, it's obviously not a score. Game ends. We lose. That was a true choke artist moment for me and i fucking hate it uh 2012 by seven yard line go down the field spike no spike we didn't spike it ball gets tipped only catches it falls down game over alabama goes on the beat fucking notre dame by a million we would have won the natty that that hurts a little bit that hurts a little bit yeah 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 yeah, I get that. Um, I also, my mm. last NFL mm. preseason game, I was like 50-50 that I was going to make the Rams. Like me and this other guy, Rev 50-50. And when I tell you, I turned in the worst 15 plays of my entire life. I mean, I could not have choked harder or shit the bed harder. Mm. And so that that's still... Uh, God, I remember my last NFL preseason. My I was throwing the ball so well. Like, so like the, everything felt so good. Everything felt like, it's like when a golfer's like really just striking it, man. I felt like everything was in tune. It's just, the ball was going to the other team for some reason. I'm like, fuck, like that interception felt so good, but it went to the wrong fucking yeah, team. It was, yeah. it was a really weird feeling. Like I felt like mechanically and body and arm strength and everything was, was the best it's been in three years. And, um, Maybe just said some color blind issues. I don't know. We're just going to the room, the, unfortunately. The, uh, I got a really funny story. So tonight's actually raid night uh, for my World of Warcraft guild. Uh, by the way, I need everybody in the chat to send your energies for the Rod of the Ancient Sleepwalker to 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 drop tonight from Lord Kelris. If I get an epic, that'd be incredible. But whatever. Um, so I just joined this guild Saturday night was my first raid with him and I get on there and our guild leaders, this dude, four dragons, and he's got this accent, man. He's like, all right, y'all about to start up this black fathom deeps. I'll be tanking along with blah, blah, blah. I said, I was like, hold up now Ford. where I hear that accent, bro. Where are you from? said, I'm from Gainesville, Georgia. I said, oh shit. You're a bulldog fan. He goes, yeah, I'm right. I'm a damn good dog. said, what do you think about Aaron Murray? Should I like Aaron all right? But that SEC championship hurts. Oh, I was like, motherfucker, mm-hmm. of course. Dude, out of mm-hmm. all the people in the world, out of all the people in the world that could be my my World of Warcraft guild leader, it's a Georgia Bulldog fan from Gainesville. I mm-hmm. mean, it does not get better than that. Um, I'm really excited, though. I hope we get to raid with the first team tonight, though. I was kind of late to sign up, so I'm the third healer. You know, fingers crossed, boys. What are we going to do? All right. Now that we've gone through our former pain, uh, which never quite leaves you, um, Jim Harbaugh looks like he's going to go to the Chargers. And there's a staff out of Aaron Wilson who covers the Texans but used to cover the Ravens, so he has sources there. And he says, per his NFL sources... The staff that Harbaugh would put together mm. would be Greg Roman as OC, Jesse Minner as DC, 
and Jay Harbaugh as special teams coach, his son. Mm. Uh, I think the 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 news for this show is that what we considered Harbaugh leaving, I don't think a lot of us had Mentor. What? His no, mentor mentor leaving. Mentor's, mentor's an NFL guy. Mentor's an NFL guy. Okay, okay. You okay. know, that's where he cut his teeth. I that's did where he get going. That's on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentor 100% was, was, I mean, the whole relationship was, you know, he goes to his brother, asks his brother for some help on defense at the football. He sends him one guy. Um, uh, why am I drawing Blake on his name? He's the current DC right now for Baltimore. He Tom has Blake. success. Wait, what are you talking about? No. Oh, you're defensive court. Oh, my bad, my bad. Um, uh, McDonald. McDonald. McDonald goes to Michigan, has success, goes back to NFL, switches places. Minter comes in, becomes a new DC. It's so, like these guys are NFL guys. They were essentially put on loan to, to coach Harbaugh there in Michigan. But they want to get back to the NFL. So no doubt in my mind, if, if Harbaugh was going to take an NFL job somewhere, that Minter's, he, he's rolling with. Uh, it's literally Michael McDonald, PG yeah, he says. He, I he thought was, I was going to make a Mike McDonald joke, but then I thought that was, was just a, stupid. He was oh, a GA at Georgia when I was there, which is why I'm quite embarrassed that I was drawing a blank on his name real quick. Um, was that a Disney card you just slashed? What is that, dog? Oh, was it? What is that? What are we talking about? Is that what you get when you work at ESPN? Yeah. So you're putting together a Disney trip right now. Take us behind the scenes. You work for ESPN. What advantages does an employee of the mothership mm. get at the park? We get like 20, anywhere between 20 and 40% off of hotel and passes. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought maybe, I thought, I thought not even, not even a 50, not even a 50 spot. Damn. The house to mouse, they're going to get theirs. I mean, I know yeah. that shit. They need theirs. Yeah. They're going to get theirs. See, PG says they used to give free tickets fast, fast. Can you buy, time. can you buy, can you buy that fast passes? No, no, no. You got to do the lightning lane. I can explain to you the lightning lane. I but need that, that would be, that would be an episode, uh, in and of itself, I, I uh, to, to explain how the lightning lane works. Just know mm. this. You got to wake your ass up about 6.55 and be ready to get on that app and make your first reservation at 7 a.m. If mm. you do that, you're going to be okay. I can't because just buy something gonna... that puts me in the lightning lane all day. Well, so <laughs> you're going to pay for lightning lane passes for every individual that wants the ability to reserve a lightning lane. Mm. Then for the premier rides, you'll pay an additional fee uh that exists outside of the lightning lane to get in those lightning lanes now how the lightning lane selections work is you're gonna you buy the all-day pass uh you're gonna make one at 7 a.m and then in about two and then two and a half hours you're you're you're, you're it's going to tell you when it's time for you to be able to make another selection so if you're on your shit and you're hitting it every time on time you're going to get to ride everything you want and you're not going to wait in line and here's a life hack you're going to go with a young one right they can't ride uh you can do a little parent swap. One parent stays with the kid that can ride or that can't. Mm. The other goes with the kid that can parent switch. Kid gets to ride the ride twice. Okay. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Pretty badass. They're very chill. They're very, you know, they're very good at helping you, but yeah, you gonna pay and you gotta, right. you gotta manage the system, dude. Gotta manage okay. the system. Well, we're going to have to talk about this offline. Um, damn. Some guy that's aggressive. Nate dog said, <laughs> I mean, should we read it now for the podcast listeners? <laughs> Aaron's going to Disney in Florida with the wife and kids, but his wife is taking a trip to Poundtown, courtesy of Aaron. <laughs> what? Look, the point of Disney, you don't go there to fuck. Okay. <laughs> you go there to fun. 
Uh, now maybe you get something in along the way, but like, no, that's not the goal of the trip here. Mm-hmm. Nate dog. Thank you for your service. He says, I was in Afghanistan for the 2012 SEC championship. One of my coworkers is a huge Bama fan. Me, a huge UGA fan. We were glued to the TV that whole game. When Conley was down to the five yard line, my heart broke. Yeah, dude. I mean, I feel you, bro. I, um, I was a part of a game that ruined many people's lives and we lost 21, nothing in a national championship. So I, I, I get it. Uh, yes, Job Solo's right. Aaron's wallet is going to pound town. Yes, mm-hmm. that, that is what actually happens when you go to Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whatever. Harbaugh leaves, Minter leaves. That's going to hurt Michigan badly. Jay Harbaugh leaving as well. And um, I'll be interested to see how that's. Uh, Aaron, let's push our Dion conversation to tomorrow. Yeah. Dion called for some stick to from uh, players basically citing that he's not going to go after high school kids because high school kids just leave. And he likes portal kids because they're a bit, you, you know, more of what you're getting. Uh, since it's their second chance, they're a bit more committed. Um, we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow. Uh, the Oscar noms came out today though. Uh, what's your favorite football movie ever? Football movie. See, and, and it's weird. I don't know that I just have remember the times. Remember the times. I was, I was going to say, it, it's almost like I don't have a movie that I'm like, this is the best world movie that's ever made. I have different moods, right? Yeah. Uh, like, if I want to see something that I think was maybe the most realistic or representative of what I experienced as a college football program, the the program is pretty fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. It, it is pretty damn spot on in terms of a lot of that. Water boy for, for if I need some co- comedic relief, water boy all day. Okay, but what's better, Waterboy or the replacements? Waterboy. Waterboy. I, I feel inclined to agree because Waterboy. I'm from Louisiana, but I'll be damned if I didn't love the replacements growing up, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want wholesome and inspiring, Remember the Titans is still awesome. And I feel like mm-hmm. there's been a weird rubber band against Remember the Titans lately where people are like, oh, the movie's awful, blah, blah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Remember the Titans is awesome. I don't give a shit how it relates to the real story. I don't care about any of that. The, the the story as it is filmed and told is beautiful. It's touching. It's inspiring. It's educational. Um, I love it. I love it. If you want a kid's one, I agree. Little Giants is just a chef's kiss of mm-hmm. a good football movie. Uh, any given Sunday I'm kind of, is lower on my list. It has its moments, but any given Sunday's lower on my list. One that is not a movie that is great is Playmakers, the old ESPN show. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. What was the HBO I one? I believe was... the NFL allowed that to happen. Was it Playmakers? What was the one on HBO? Uh, or maybe it was Playmakers on, on ESPN. Maybe that's what I was yeah, thinking. Playmakers about. on ESPN. Where he shoved like the players. tube down his dick to start like the first episode. Yeah, and they're like hit. Yeah. He's like smoking crack at halftime. Yeah, there's yeah. like a game. In. It was all sort of stuff that, I mean, well, obviously we know now, like, yes, of course there's gay people in the locker room. And we also know now that, yes, some people actually did smoke crack at halftime. But the problem is, I just can't believe that the NFL, like, allow, allow, that, that, allow that shit to get out there, dude. Um, Rudy, 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 Rudy's good. Rudy's good. I would, I would take Remember the Titans over Rudy. Yeah. I would too. Great movie, though. Uh, Blue Mountain State. Ah, 
I didn't like Blue Mountain State. Aaron seems like a Blue Mountain State character come to life. Mm-hmm. Um, were you a big? Are you a big Thad Castle guy, Aaron? No, I love the quarterback. Alex, Alex Smith. What's the backup quarterback? No, Alex Smith. It was Alex something. Was that Alex Smith? Alex Moran. Yeah, Alex Moran. That's my guy. Hell yeah, dude. living the dream. Living the dream. Uh, longest yards, okay. Both versions. I don't. I don't think I love either version. Um, I did see the giant Native American man from Longest Yard in the Atlanta airport one time, and that. And I've seen the actual giant in Orlando airport. And my God, the dude from the new Longest Yard is the biggest human being I've ever seen. He was on the train, uh, and he was literally hunched over because he because the seal he just couldn't fit. He was almost bent over double just riding the train from gate to gate. I was like, wow, dude, I've never, I've just, I don't know. It's, it's, it was like seeing Goliath in real life. Um, all right. See you tomorrow. Remember, guys, I need you all to when we sign off. I need you to please just say a quick prayer to whatever deity you follow. Please help T-Bob get the rod of the ancient sleepwalker tonight. Okay, it's a 5% drop chance. And if it drops, I am absolutely going to have to roll against the other casters. Okay. But if you, you know, if you help me out here, I think we can get it. Love y'all. Huge thank you to Pat Cutler, Chris Tran, Danny Cardenas, Adam Gracia, Christian Hunter, Ryan Brumley, The Volume. And um, we'll be back with more snaps tomorrow. Hit like button, subscribe, love y'all, see y'all. The volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 